You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome one more time this week to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I'm Daniel. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it through, Daniel. I'm Clint. I just, but I don't Friday. know if I'm going to make it through. It's Friday. What, what, is, oh, What's what life? is life anymore? What's life? If you're still working, uh, T's and P's. What? What? That's no. I called in sick three no, days we this week. We, we quit that many days ago. That's no, not we, a thing that we're doing still. We ain't here. Uh, no, welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Clint. He is Daniel. This podcast is for fans by fans. And if ever there was a time that you needed a warm hug for another fan, it's right now. It's the eve before we go play Florida. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, and you need you need a hug. So this is our our version of podcast hug. Uh, this podcast was made for fans by fans. Daniel and I don't take each other too seriously, nor ourselves too seriously, but we do take fandom very seriously. Not gurus or insiders, but want you to be a better fan, which is why we made this podcast. Yeah, it's for fans by fans. Um, and if you're a Georgia fan, we're really glad that you're here. We're glad that you've survived this week to this point. We have one more day, and then then things really get then it then it then it really gets oh it's for real for real um tomorrow but uh for today we're glad that you're here subscribe to the show if you're new leave us a rating and or a review um tell a friend about the show all that email us locked on bulldogs at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at dogs podcast um not during the game we don't want to talk to you during the game we don't want to talk to anyone during the game we're not interested in whatever it is that um, is being planned, we're not ready to go to that thing. Um, uh, but we are interested in talking Georgia football with you. We're going to talk some fact or fiction, as we like to do on Fridays on the show. Um, so let's mm-hmm. let's focus on the Florida game. We've already given some hot takes, Clint. We've already thrown out a lot of things that we think may happen in this game, may not happen in this game. Um, we have exposed some takes that we thought were cold. We have given some takes that we thought were warm yet accurate. And now let's talk about some things that may or may not be true. Mm. Um, Clint, I'm going to let you lead off with the first one whenever you're ready. Fact or fiction. Kyle Trask completes three passes, minimum of three passes over 20 yards this game. Three passes, not that travel in the air, not some weird, that's just... No, no, no. That no. go 20, for 20 correct. plus yards. Correct. That's a fact. That's a fact. An absolute fact. Um, I think Kyle Trask has multiple touchdown passes in this game. I think he has <clears throat> multiple throws for 20 plus mm-hmm. yards. Um, I do not expect this to be an absolute uh, dominant performance the way that, you know, we talked about this early on Monday, I guess it was, that that what what you and I like to believe in terms of this defense is an elite defense, the, the thing that we're describing may not even exist in the Correct. world. So let's not hold the defense to that standard. I do believe that they're elite, but I also believe Florida's going to move the ball on us and score. So, yeah, I'm going to call that a fact, Clint. Look, this is a stone-cold fact. Georgia fan, get your mind right. Um, I said 
I believe it was on Tuesday's episode. Uh, the defense, we're not going to be gashed as much as everybody's thinking. All the injuries that we have aren't going to be that big of a ramification because what Kyle Trask does really well is quickly release the ball from his hand because he doesn't like being hit and wants somebody else to be hit because he's he's not good at the footballing. Um, mm. So he wants to do non-football activities, which is walk around on the sidelines. Yes. He has um, been cleared for non-football activities. Correct. That's what you're he, trying to say. He's really happy to be cleared to do that and nothing else. Uh, so he gets it on the edge, and they got some guys that got some speed, but they got gimmicky plays, and they'll bust a couple. There will be a couple of plays over 20 yards. Pitts is going to have one. Tony's going to have one. They'll go for others. Um, so, yes, this is a fact, Daniel. I let, me turn, let me turn this question back around on you, Clint. Okay. <clears throat> Stetson Bennett. We'll have three completions over 20 yards. Fact or fiction? If you wanted to throw three completion, three touchdown completions of 20 yards, I, I'd like to play that game too. What? Um, no, not quite that much. Uh, yeah, that's a fact as well. He's going to have three, three completions at minimum of 20 yards. I think it's a fact as well. Um, we know that Stetson prefers the short to intermediate passing game he's not necessarily a big deal but he had two completions for over 20 yards against kentucky Clint, just he did, let that sink that, in that was against kentucky you james cook a, is still streaking down the stat line he's still running everybody by the way we'll how about this factor fiction james cook will have a pass reception for a third consecutive game of uh 35 plus yards if it ain't broke don't fix it you know like that's he's a weapon he's a weapon the backfield keep he it going he is a, a top monkey gonna find a way to get and him the ball let's in just space let's let's just take a moment and breathe that in we've been saying it for four years now and here we are and here we are todd munkin finally figured out a way to get him the football Seems like it wasn't that hard, but <laughs> I digress. It doesn't seem to me to be rocket science. Um, something else is not rocket science is the ability, when you want to unwind, to go ahead and grab a cool, refreshing drink, and that is Coors Light. Daniel and I go for Coors Light when we need time to chill, and that is a lot. If you know Daniel and I, my gosh, you should be handing us Coors Light every single time you see us because you can say we need to chill every moment of every day. Uh, no matter if work is getting you down, no matter if your neighbor is a Florida fan and you cannot move because you are locked in to an interest rate that you just can't get rid of, uh, whatever that is, and you need time to chill, uh, reach for Coors Light. Coors Light is literally a bit the beer made to chill, crisp and refreshing like the Colorado Rockies. Uh, reach for the beer that Dan and I reach for. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. That is get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, Dan. Well, you got another one. You got I, another one loaded up. I got another one. I'm going to give it over to you. We've talked many times on this episode or on this podcast about weapons in the offense. Uh, you brought up tight ends yesterday or the day before uh, talking yep. about how Big O and uh, Trey and Fitz is going to have some games, more yards than Pitts, which I love that take, all about that take. 
Uh, Jorge was out last game. Before that, not seeing lots of targets. Kyrus Jackson blanketed much of the Kentucky game because he didn't have anybody taken off the top of the defense. Uh, Marcus Rosemary. I don't know if you know this, Daniel. Uh, I'm pretty sure that cat played every single snap on offense against Kentucky. It seemed like a lot of them. Okay. Uh, Fact or fiction, Marcus Rosemary is going to be second in the team in targets this game. Not catches, not yards, but targets this game. That's fiction by... A lot? Give me me your rundown of who's going to have more targets than him. Okay. Where's he lands? Um number one, Kiaris Jackson. Okay. Number two, Jorge Pickens. Jorge Pickens finishes more yards than Kiaris Jackson, but Kiaris Jackson has more targets. Yeah. <laughs> number three, Jermaine mm, Jermaine Ooh. Burton. Ooh. Jermaine Burton. Ooh. Number four, Darnell Washington. Number more, five more than the one. Number five, James Cook. Number six, Trey McKitty. Number seven, I'd be willing to entertain a nomination for Marcus Rosemary. Jack, look, number seven. Look, look, I, look. There is something weird going on between Stetson and Jorge. Okay, I don't know what it is. I have nah. no idea. Okay, nah, you're reading I, too much into it. I look. I hope I'm wrong, but some something's got me spooked. Okay, I could just say that something's got my attention. Kyrus Jackson, yeah, number one on this team in targets. Uh, I think the tight ends get sprinkled in there and streak down the middle, get their catches, maybe one each or two each, but they're going to be chunk plays. I think there's a reason that he was out there every single game. He has entrenched himself. I think. I think. We've, done, we've said this before. If you don't know how to block as a wide receiver, you have no business in Kirby's offense and Kirby's team. Uh, I think he does that. I think he bodies people up. I think that he is earning the trust of people. Um, I, I would put him third on the team in targets uh, behind Kyrus and Jorge. I think James gets a couple, two or three. But I think I think Marcus gets four looks, five looks his way this game um, more than anybody else besides Curious and that is a, that is a fascinating. That's a fascinating I, take. I'm just right I'm there. just looking at trends that's and I'm seeing again. Big O Fitz McKitty get one two looks a game. Curious Jackson gets all the looks. Jorge gets three four five six. Um, and if we're expecting big things from Stetson this game, which we both are, uh, the target's got to go somewhere. Daniel, uh, I think Marcus. Uh, comes out and shows out a little bit more this game. Uh, hey, we're going to come back right after this with our last fact or fiction. All right, Daniel, you want to tee this one up? Yeah, let's do that. I might have a couple more. I might, I might sprinkle in a couple bonus ones. A little, of course, quick you bonus will. round. Of course, you will. Let's start with this one though. Uh, fact or fiction? Zamir White. The best running back on the team, RB1 on the depth chart. Zamir White is going to top his career best game from rushing this week, meaning he's going to run for more yards than he did last week, this week against Florida. Uh, Daniel, I, I, again, what happens when a very fast, large object hits mm. wet paper? Oh, it, it tends to go around it? 
<laughs> no. No. Just goes right through it and pretends pretends it was never there. Give the cat 150. Give give him 150. Wow. Daniel. This is I, fact. We talking now we talking 450 total yards, 460, 475, 480 total yards for offense at that point with our predictions. If Stetson's around 275 to 280, 285, if we got 150 for Zeus Plus sprinkle in a couple other running backs. Yeah. I don't think upper 400s, 475, 480 is that far out of the imagination for this team. I think Zeus could easily, if this question says Zeus follows up his first career 100-yard rushing game with a second career 100-yard rushing game, I would go fact all the way. I think topping his performance from last game might be a bit much to ask, but I do think he gets over 100 yards. I think he looks good. Again, I think Kendall Milton also looks good. I think James Cook is going to do his thing, obviously, uh, running and catching as well. So I do think that there's going to be uh, – but, but I just expect us to, to lean a little bit more on the passing game hmm. this week. Um, and so uh, I think that many rushing yards might be a bit much to ask. I think 150 to 180 total rushing yards – uh, but give me just like 105 of that for Zamir. Um, so I will say fiction, but just barely. How about um, maybe not a factor fiction? Maybe an over. Let's play. Let's do a couple over unders. I like some quick I like over this game. unders. You ready? I'm ready. Georgia sacks two and a half. Over. Over two and a half. Kyle Trask on the ground. Over two and a half times. Y'all remember, Felipe, what what happened there? (sighs) Kyle Trask fumbles one and a half. Ooh, under. Kyle Trask turnovers one and a half. Over. He gets a fumble and a pick. Mm. One of each. Um, uh, Shots of Dan Mullen (laughs) removing his headset angrily from his head. Three and a half. Look, how come, Daniel? Here's my question: How come nobody has told him, "Hey, coach, w- when you do that, cameras find you." Like, do you, he showed up to a press conference, mm-hmm. Clint? Okay, in a, in a Halloween he, costume. Oh, that's right. <laughs> for for what? For now? an adolescent boy. No. You put you put that you put that description back in that for a, for a husky youth. That's right. You understand <laughs> a husky youth Halloween costume. You think this man cares if the camera sees him with his headset askew? No, he don't. It's just it's sad that he don't. Like he's it's, a grown he's a grown man. You should care. Well, that's questionable. Um, yeah, you said three and a half. No, he's it's going to be at three. I'd like to say over, but but I can't on that one uh, because now now with him with his arms up looking at somebody else like looking mm. for the answer mm. like do do you have the answer because I I don't have do, do you have the answer I don't have the answer is that times that Dan Mullen in his halftime interview with Allie <laughs> blames the officiating for something. One they, and a half. They give him 30 seconds, and 29 and a half of those seconds will be mm-hmm. talking Thank about you. that. Thank you. 
that is that is correct. Podrigo field goal percentage high. Ninety five over Ooh. under. I think I think he's I think he's uh he's three for four this game. Oh, so way under ninety five. Yeah, I think under. Um number of times you don't feel great about a Trey Hill snap. Two and a half. Um well that's that's a lot fewer than literally every single offensive snap. So <laughs> Yikes. I mean, after the fact. I mean, oh, I, you don't oh, feel sorry. comfortable with sorry. the result. Okay. Whew. With the I result. thought you were saying, Number literally, times, I hold my breath every time they approach the line of scrimmage. You don't feel comfortable with the result of a Trey Hill snap. Under, under Trey's got this. No, you, you, you put respect on that man's name. He's got this. Number of times you don't feel comfortable. There's a poor long snap. That field goal snap on yeah, Saturday, by I, the way, that yeah. situation was bad. That was, that was bad. a shame. Um, Jake Camarda punts inside the 10. Two and a half. Uh, Two and a half. Jake Camarda. I I say, I say under. He gets the two punts that we punt on their side of the field. He gets inside the 10. Two. I say over on that one. I think there's going to be more field positioning than fans will like in this game. I do think we're going to score some points, but there's going to be some punting. Some punting involved as well. Um, <clears throat> all right, Georgia total yards four twenty five. Over. Florida total yards three twenty five. Oh, over. I think get three fifty, three sixty. All right. I don't know. Are there other angles we could come at this game from? I mean, we have rapid fire. We've, we've done all of them. Um, over under, uh, over under rushing touchdowns for Florida. One. Uh, under. Yeah, and I'm not concerned about a push. No. They no. will. They, it's if under they score, five. It's not going to be rushing. It may be a QB sneak. That's the, like they yeah. get the ball down yeah. on the one yard line, sure. and then it's a, a QB sink. That's yeah. So over under, um, who's do we know who's calling the game yet? Daniel, let's don't <laughs> let's don't say we did. How many times Gary says Kyle is Trask? Beth Mullins available? Anyone? Can anyone check? Please, I would, Beth Mullins I, is available. I swear, I swear to everything, I would take her. I would, I would take, take her right her. now. Over I would take Gary. Beth Moens in a direct earpiece, only talking to me, in which she says my name before every time she oh, commentates. Like she you just, just says, described a nightmare she, I had. She just, she's like, "Hey, Clint, just let so you know, here's the play." I, I would hate every moment, but it would be a lot better than Gary. Jeez. Um, over under, Brad Nestler references to Jorge Pickens' antics. <laughs> Three point five. <laughs> uh, over. Jorge Pickens. Jorge Pickens drops a catch, and Brad Nestor will say, "Well, if you had more discipline, you'd be at practice more catching those." Over under a number of times Brad Nestler says the word water bottle <laughs> during the broadcast. <laughs> number of times Gary calls Kyle Trask the best quarterback in the SEC. 
No, he can't do that to Mac Jones. He's contractually obligated. There it is. I, yep. Yep. Number of times um, uh, they talk about Kyle Trask being a first round draft selection. (laughs) (laughs) Number of times, number of times the CBS booth blames Richard LeCount for getting into an accident for for having the audacity to own a motorcycle. Correct. In America. Correct. Cool. Um, Number of times in the next 364 days that Florida fans talk trash, even though we've now beaten them four years in a row. I just look clearly Dan Mullen wasn't in whatever part of Pennsylvania he's from. I hear uh, Philadelphia is a little rough and people need to get out of there from time to time. Yeah. And they kind of need to go cross country, maybe uh, from where Mm -hmm. they were born and raised. Um, but apparently where Dan was born in PA, it wasn't rough mm-hmm. or tumble because somebody should have no. smacked him every time he opened his mouth. And Florida fan just follows in line with the leader of their organization, uh, which is it's sad to see, Daniel. Dan really Mullen is neither rough nor tumble. No. Um, he did not spend any of his days on the playground. No. Um, chilling out or maxing. No, he was he so, was with Gary on the side, not shooting all yeah. b-ball. No, not right shooting outside some the b-ball school. outside of the school. Uh, all right, uh, Clint, what's your, what's your setup look like for the game? Here's tomorrow? my setup. Here's my setup. It's it's a pretty simple setup. Okay. Um, very very modest for this game. Uh, I have a sausage soup that I got going on. Sausage with some kale and some spinach and some noodles. Yeah. Uh, soup Saturday. Uh, soup Saturday is going on. I'm going to have buffalo cheese dip. We're bringing that back out. Mm, yep. Yep. Uh, I have to have that. Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper is lining behind me. Just just mm. on a counter will be rows and rows of cans ready for me to break out because I will go Tastes through them. more like, like regular Dr. Pepper is what I hear. Not a sponsor. Not, not a sponsor. Thank you, though, for thinking about it. Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the consideration. Um, and it will be just, just those closest to me that if I scream and curse, they won't leave me. Uh, won't oh, they will leave. Me. They but will not, leave, but they'll but come back eventually. Eventually they'll come back. Daniel. They'll leave out of respect. Correct. Out of understanding is what you're saying. That's right. Um, um, whatever your setup is, Georgia fans, enjoy the game tomorrow. Uh, we will be back next week. To recap how the dogs have done and all of the ins and outs of the Florida game, uh, as well as every game for the rest of the season. <clears throat> He's Clint. I'm Daniel. Enjoy beating Florida, and we will see you guys on Monday. See you.